0: The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, James Breakwell, and a psychologist.
1: That's me, Steve Olivas.
0: Try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. We did it, Steve. We had the perfect intro. You used kind of a stupid voice, but it was perfect. What? It was I per- use your voice. <laughs> I, see, but when I use it, it sounds good. That's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. But actually, yeah. Well, I, I'm going to make yeah. a rare exception. I actually want to hear your voice today because you said you have a follow-up from last week.
1: Yes, because an alert listener DM'd me on Twitter and uh, explained something that I should have probably known, but it, it's uh, if anyone remembers from last week, and I'm sure nobody listens to this show except our mothers, and mm-hmm. mine sure doesn't, but we had a listener write in and talk about their uh, like social awkwardness, and we thought there was a typo in the question when they had written A-S-D, mm-hmm. and I speculated, could they have meant A-D-D? And you went, yeah, that seems to fit. But so an alert, and but there was something rattling around in the back of my head like, wait a minute, I recognize ASD. I just can't put my finger on what it is. And it was one of those things, James, where I thought at some point it would like lock into place and I would go, oh, no, wait a minute. This is what it is. But it never quite landed for me. I knew it probably had something to do with autism, but I wasn't sure enough to make a declaration. Hence... Over the week, somebody wrote and said, "No, no, ASD is a—it's autism spectrum disorder." And I thought, "Dadgummit! Why didn't I know that?" I don't know the answer to that question, other than with age comes a deteriorating brain. But I will say that uh, ASD probably meant autism spectrum disorder, in which case the OCD that the reader. Uh, or letter writer also mentioned makes sense because there's a a very common companion to autism spectrum disorder is anxiety and depending on how the anxiety manifests it could very easily slip into ocd kinds of tendencies so all of that to say that uh, asd was not a typo and the listener probably meant autism spectrum disorder even though we answered an entirely different question that they didn't actually ask
0: you know what? That's what we do sometimes. We just make up the question we wish we were asked rather than uh, the one we got, which is actually something I'm going I'm to do in a minute. But the uh, the listener uh, did email me or the, the question writer, and she said the same thing, the autism spectrum disorder. Why didn't uh, you tell
1: me that?
0: Well, they messaged me yesterday. I haven't talked. I'm not going to call you an extra time to say this. They messaged me after the episode was already posted, and we obviously don't do corrections or retractions or anything like that. We we answered a perfectly good question. It just wasn't the one the letter writer wrote. So that's that's <laughs> neither was here the letter nor there. Writer irritated or sort of bemused. I think anyone who listens to us is bemused because, I mean, it's that or cry. So I mean, we're going to go with bemused on that one. But actually, I speaking of making up questions, there's another yeah. one I wanted to ask. And this is piggybacking on our Wrong and Wronger episode from last week because okay. I think the most stressful thing in the world isn't getting a listener question wrong with an acronym. It's MOVING. And I can't think of anything that's a greater stress on a relationship. I still remember some of the fights I had with my wife when moving into our house now. And you are now going to be moving out and then moving into a tent for a couple years and then moving into another house. (laughs) And so you're going to be doing this a lot. So I wanted to know what, as a psychologist, are your relationship tips for surviving a move? Uh,
1: Square footage and two TiVos. (laughs) (laughs) No, it has been, it's funny, I don't acknowledge being stressed very often, but uh, I've noticed like I'm I'm waking up early and I can't fall back to sleep because my brain turns on like a switchboard with every little thing, and because we don't have a plan that's a straight line, like here is what we are going to do. There's a lot of variables and moving parts, and that makes me nuts to not have, to not feel like I'm in control of the plan with a capital P. So relationship-wise, I think uh, it's interesting. (laughs) We don't talk about a lot of this stuff except for in very segmented, like compartmentalized conversations where it's almost like we tacitly know to set aside a certain bracketed time to talk about stressful decisions or events and then spend the rest of the time just sort of vegging or talking about is nonsense, day-to-day stuff or kids' stuff or what reading for dinner. Because I think that uh, Mrs. Steve, she, she <laughs> she's wound a little tighter than I am. And so I'm sure her anxiety is high right now too. But to live in it, and I tell people this all the time, like you need to bob to the surface and breathe once in a while. So do not ruminate, give yourself a chance to escape uh, thinking about it all the time, talking about it all the time, whatever the it happens to be, put it away once in a while and do something just silly, do something goofy or mindless or dumb or just for you or n- indulgent, like something that allows you to breathe because you can't live underneath stress all the time. So I I think we have, without talking about it, decided there are windows throughout the day where we will talk about or try to tackle this came up or we have this meeting coming up or we got to call this guy or it's not like this morning we had one, which is why I had to cancel on you and move it to this afternoon (laughs) when we recorded the show. And then the rest of the time we avoid it like the plague.
0: (laughs) That's, that's gotta be a a healthy coping strategy. Just pretend the problem isn't there, but only in, in, you know, organized blocks. Actually, that does sound pretty good. So my, my advice would be similar. I guess that, uh, you know, de-stressing, for me, de-stressing is just getting home. Now it's not it's not as uh, as restful as it once was because I have a million kids in the house here with me. But I think that's the worst part about a move. You go and you get everything on the moving truck and you get it unloaded and you're in your new house. You're like, ah, oh, I'm done. And then you look around and you're not done at all because the place where you're now staying forever is not actually home and everything's in boxes and nothing is set up. And uh, and then you've got to have conversations if you are married or in a relationship about where does everything go. You can't just fling it willy-nilly wherever, or leave it in the boxes and hope nobody notices when you you know secretly ship it off to the dump. Uh, you know All of those good things. So I guess my first bit of advice is going to be the most superficial, but it's going to be that make sure you have the internet and TV, whatever else you have, whatever your entertainment venues are, make sure you have those set up the first day you get there. Because I can't, there's nothing worse than moving into a new house and knowing that you're not going to have internet for three days. So for three days, it's just going to be you and an irritated spouse and a mountain of work it's probably going to take you five years to do because I mean some of those boxes just never get unpacked uh, my, my second bit of advice would be to focus on or defer to who cares the most and I think this uh this is a source of a lot of uh, relationship trouble right there where one person cares a whole whole lot about an issue and one person could really take it or leave it and if you with the other one if that's the case just defer to the person who cares more even if they end up making most of the decisions you know for for you know the arrangement of a lot of these rooms things like that it, it didn't bother me one way or another. So I'm going to defer to, uh, to Lola on that. That doesn't mean I'm going to make her be in charge of the house. It just means that this is not the hill I'm going to die on. And when you're moving into a new place, making a million tiny decisions, there are going to be so, so many hills to die on. Save, save that hill to die on for something that actually matters. And truthfully, none of it probably actually matters. And once, once as long as you get in your house in one piece, can get those doors to lock at night and can get that. Oh, oh so important internet. I mean, truthfully everything else is is kind of minor by comparison but i i definitely do not envy you steve despite the fact that you're going to make more uh you know than the net worth of texas on your home sale and you're going to move into a house the size of a continent i i think that the what? stress the stress it just it scares me so much that uh it's like it's like uh giving birth to another child like there's some excitement there but there's also fear there's just so much fear and so much work and once you start everything in motion there's no going back it's it's happening whether you're ready or not so you just got to go along with it so uh I guess brace First of all, we're going to
1: be living in a lean-to. Okay. But second, (laughs) with every living organism, change, any kind of change, even positive change, creates stress. And so the more the change you're going through, and not just big ticket changes, but even like a bunch of little nickel and dime changes can add up to $100 worth of change if they all compound with each other. But change is bad, and it all adds stress, and uh, we're tackling a big one right now
0: there you have it. A few practical tips to uh, to avoid stress and moving, a good call to be uh, to feel bad for Steve, and a correction from last week, <laughs> even though we answered a perfectly valid question, even if it wasn't what the person asked. Well, if you have a question you'd like us to kind of sort of answer, send that question into to jamesbrakewell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. It doesn't actually have to be a marriage question. It can be parent, child, owner, pet, platonic coworkers. Whatever you've got, send it in. This has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back